0: welcome to the complete leader podcast giving leaders the tools and information they need to grow and change their world now here's your host dale dixon
1: creativity and the bottom line the profit motive this is the Complete Leader Podcast. Everything you need to become a high-performing leader. I'm your host Dale Dixon. In studio today with Courtney Fighter. She's a creative disruption strategist, a speaker and leadership advisor with Price Associates. Courtney works with her clients to identify and shape new leaders. And it fills that growing leadership gap with creative next level thinkers. Courtney, great to have you with us today.
0: Thank you. Good to be here.
1: Uh, quick overview for folks who are just joining the podcast for the first time. Uh, you started out as an artist mm-hmm. and have transferred that knowledge, that skill, that talent to help leaders grow and businesses grow as a result. Right. What uh, What gets you out of bed in the morning?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I really like to help one individual at a time and help them seize that creativity in themselves and then translate it to a bigger business.
1: So we're talking about creativity and the impact on the bottom line, because as we talked about in the most previous podcast, you run into people who say, I'm not creative, mm-hmm. and they like to tamp down that creative, the creative juices, so to speak. Right. So I can imagine that there are some leaders out there who have that line of thinking and would say, uh, it's too squishy. Right. I don't it's see not it, CEO it on the like. Yes. Right. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna we're gonna blast through the myth of that today. Yes. And why is it profitable for a business to have a focus on creativity?
0: Well, there's some high level reasons and some high level things that immediately get improved in an organization and creativity immediately improves culture and reputation for a company and the way they're perceived. It improves their retention of employees and good talent, especially young talent and rising talent. And it improves attention at work because people are genuinely feeling like they have autonomy and they have control or mastery and purpose over what they're doing at work. And so they want to be there. They're excited to be there.
1: They feel like they own the work
0: right and then we're also seeing a lot of organizations in the modern workforce that are readdressing the idea of vertical versus horizontal leadership and creativity encourages leadership across different levels of seniority and that conversation and using those talents in the right way
1: give me a real world example where you've seen this work where you've seen this this combination of culture and reputation tied to retention tied to attention and an impact on a business.
0: Well, one well-known example is what Google does, and they use this this concept of 20% time, where I think it's one day a week, or 20% of someone's work time, when they're working at Google, they get to work on promising new threads that may have nothing to do with their baseline of work. And Google has seen that this results in around 50% of their new products every year. Gmail is a good example as one of those, those things that has come out of that process.
1: I would say that's profitable.
0: Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. When well used. But also, it's very clear that if you give people creativity and flexibility without structure, statistically, you see destruction. So it's really important that leadership supports the creativity from the top down and that there's structure.
1: Oh, some discipline. Yes, around it. and process. Discipline just process. Because
0: okay. people get really um, either too liberal or they just don't know how to, a, a lot of personality types don't know how to utilize creativity in a positive way if they don't have a process or structure.
1: So you gave us some real world examples mm-hmm. and what we can expect to see. Is there some research out there that also points to this?
0: Definitely. There's a really good study everybody can find that's from 2014 that Adobe did with Forrester Research. And it shows a lot of really interesting statistics. Statistics, but it shows specifically that 58 percent of the survey respondents said their firms f- foster creativity. Um, they, they've they exceeded their revenues by about 10 percent or more year over year, so that's pretty significant. Also, uh, they found that these companies that were surveyed that embraced creativity routinely outpour- outperformed their peers and competitors on things like revenue growth, market share, and talent acquisition. So that's a pretty cool cross-section from everything from internal retention to marketplace attraction. And then the last um, fact I like from that study is that they find that companies that embrace creativity really enjoy a high-performance working environment and that these progressive leaders and management that provide process and method and funding to back the creative initiatives, that's the greatest success. So like I was saying in the the previous comment, you really need that um, leadership, uh, I guess, endorsement or support, as well as process to maximize this opportunity.
1: So in order for companies, you gave the Google example and there's the research, uh, who needs to be creative in an organization? Is it across the spectrum, everybody from that, Person who's working the counter, in the store, up through, who needs to be?
0: You know, I've been a business owner for a long time, um, personally, and then my perspective is very busboy to owner as far as who does what so but I also genuinely believe it has to begin with the leader for a variety of reasons mostly because they're hiring and mentoring these new people coming in and leadership is getting a little interesting because it's starting to be found everywhere in the organization not just at the top Um, so it's really important though that I think the leaders embrace the, the creativity so that everybody feels comfortable embracing it themselves
1: so during the first episode when we were having a conversation, you talked about how leaders can take a few steps to pull creativity out of themselves. Right, And if this starts at the top, what are some ways that a leader then can pull creativity out of those who in the organization who need to be more creative? So we started internally. Let's mm-hmm. look externally from that leadership perspective. What are some ways we can help those around us be more creative?
0: Well, like we said, I I would always encourage that leader to take their own steps first because it's going to be hard to validate if they're not acting it out in their own work. But also, um, the biggest thing is just to really support creativity in a literal way, put it on the business agenda, validate it, make it routine and back it up with that process we were talking about. So make it loud and clear and make it consistent.
1: What are some things you've seen happen that to illustrate that? For the, for the business owner who's saying, or the leader who's saying, oh, okay, what does that look like?
0: Yeah, I think that when you address it on a regular basis, just like you would address any other agenda item, you're, you're making it part of the business process. But um, one really important way to do that is really just to match a creative strategy or the way that you're putting it on the business agenda with your with your plan, your business plan, your strategy, and match it up with a return on investment oriented outcome. And watch that. Regularly. So the days of looking at your business plan or your marketing plan every 6 to 12 months are long on, yeah. it's really time to be looking at that every day, if not at least every 30, 60, 90 days and measuring your outcomes and how you're working against. So creativity is this broad concept, but at the same time, it's, it's, you know, we're talking about it as a solid business objective.
1: What are some of the disciplines that a business owner or a leader can put around this creativity concept and helping people be creative in the organization?
0: I, I think that asking them to look at all levels of leadership and all people in the organization and ask them to assess their own creativity and really accepting suggestion and accepting leadership from all levels in the organization is already a creative initiative. Um, It's just a very innovative way to look at leadership. So that alone would be major progress.
1: Next step in your process.
0: Um, I think, you know, like we said with the Google example, just offering staff time to dream and design things that are outside of what you might perceive as the daily business goals uh, and even letting them go pretty far off the cliff with that in a small, controlled, process-oriented amount of time is a good idea because you never know what, you know, amazing innovation might come of that.
1: All right. So recap it for us one more time. Three things that you've given us to pull creativity out of the people who need to be creative in our organizations.
0: So the leader needs to have done it themselves, but going from there, they need to um, really support creativity as an item on the business agenda and to check it against their Uh, business plan and their strategic and return on investment objectives. They need to look for creativity, innovation, and leadership skill within everybody in the organization and at all levels and not to proceed so vertically as we may have in the past to be more horizontal in their approach. And last but not least, let people go pretty far outside the box in a small controlled amount of time and let them look for the weirdest, craziest solutions.
1: And out of that might come your version of, Gmail or any of the products that Google and the team at Google has created out of this opportunity. It's so easy. Just adopt creativity. (laughs) But at least set some time aside. I mean, that's what I heard when you say, you know, Google sets aside 20, uh, allows people to set aside 20% of their time. Yeah. To devote to that. Definitely.
0: Uh, I think a big part of it is just, it's not adopting a massive shift all at once. It's just one step at a time. It's taking a step and another step and another step, just beginning the process.
1: Courtney Fighter with Price Associates. Folks want to reach out and, and talk to you. What's the best way to get hold of you?
0: Uh, the Price Associates website is a great way and my contact information is there, but they can also find me on Instagram and Twitter as at Courtney Fighter.
1: And that's F? E-I-D-E-R. Right. All right. And Price Associates, the website, price-associates.com, the website. We'd love to see you there. While you're at it online, if you would go into iTunes and rate and review this podcast, hopefully we have earned a five-star rating from you. It will help us get this information in front of more leaders. We would definitely appreciate that. This is The Complete Leader Podcast, everything you need to become a high-performing leader. Until next week.
0: Thanks for listening to The Complete Leader Podcast. Find more online at thecompleteleader.org.